Hey, before I start this episode, I wanted to let you know about my meetup white page. Okay, so there is six top things that help my meetup group become one of the most famous talked about meetup groups on the planet, literally. And for you to get that for free, you just go to your text and actually type in 555-888. That's the phone number. And just send the word meetup. Literally, it's that easy. Send the word meetup to 555-888 and get the top six things that made my meetup famous. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams, the win-win maker. And we talk about all things out-of-box. So it's not all about creative financing here we have ways of finding out how to do the biggest things that you possibly can, how to um, actually utilize the scraps that you're getting rid of so that your real estate business can be more and more profitable. And that comes in with what we're doing today. So we have Luke Weber and he is in Vegas. He's been doing fix and flips for several years and he'll be at about 100 fix and flips this year and 20 wholesales, and he has over a dozen rentals. So it's really interesting what he's doing here, and that's what we want to learn and bring out is that he actually started a new company, a wholesaling materials company, so that he could get his materials cheaper for his fix and flips since he does so many. So really, really interesting things. We'll actually just let him talk a little bit about himself. So, Luke, tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate in the first place. Yeah, uh, first, thanks for having me, Adam. Appreciate it. Uh, always, uh, always fun to talk real estate and uh, share some knowledge. Uh, I got into real estate back in '01 uh, as a real estate appraiser. Uh, that was in Las Vegas, and uh, realized that. Hey, you know, I could be walking in people's houses or I could be buying houses and making uh, some, some decent money. So I flipped my first house in 03, uh, started buying rentals back then. And, uh, um, you know, just uh, that, that was my start. I, I took a few years off during the, uh, the bad times and got back into it in 2010. Uh, started uh, into it slowly and safely. Uh, that's my biggest thing is uh, doing it safely. And uh, 2012 rolled around. I closed my appraisal shop uh, and uh, took it full time and uh, slowly grew it into the company I have today. Okay, awesome. So you have more than one company though, right? You have a wholesaling material company. You also own a real estate brokerage. Yep. And you've got your flipping company. That's three. Am I missing any? Well, I've got the rentals, which is really another one. The, the main idea is multiple revenue streams, right? That's, uh, uh, that's, that's why you go out and, and create things that are going to create more money for you. That's why people buy rentals. Okay, I have a question for you. So um, a lot of people talk about focus. And when they're talking about focus, it's that if you drill down an inch, only one inch wide, but go a mile deep, you and become laser focused on one thing you're more likely to be more successful so what do you have to say about that part yeah focus is always something that uh even the most focused people have to deal and battle with you have to realign your focus and know what you're actually going after 
if you know that you want to, using your analogy, you know, drill that hole down to the center of the earth, your goal is I'm getting to the center of the earth, right? So no matter whether it's a one inch hole or a 10 foot hole, uh, I am going there. Uh, and a lot of people say, I have to do things today. I have to do something very large and grandiose. And it's like, man, how do I even get that going? What, what do I do? Uh, for me, I, I really look at the idea that any task, any big task is, is built of small tasks. And they're not all done at the same time. And it's just taking the one at a time. And you focus on that task that you need. So running multiple companies and doing multiple things. I mean, I've, I've got a life as well as uh, all the businesses, right? Um, and I do the businesses so I can focus on my life. But it's being able to turn off the individual thing that you're working on when it's completed or when you're at a standstill or you have to change that focus to the next thing and not let that little bird be chirping in your, hey, you still got to do this, you still got to do this. Because uh, that just takes away from your progress on whatever you truly are working on at that time. So it's it's knowing the small task you have to do to create the larger task. And that really helps me personally focus on what uh, what my final goal is. Okay, so if somebody doesn't know how to do that, <laughs> let, me, let me just ask you to teach me how to focus on the small task. Well, you, you have to take a look at yourself and really understand your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, if you are easily distracted, don't go somewhere with a lot of distractions. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go work at Starbucks. People are coming and going, walking, the doors chime in, people are ordering things, people are talking loud. That's going to mess up with your focus. You're not going to be able to do that. If you have a very cluttered desk, get all of that off there and only have the one thing that you're on. Uh, one of the things that I really like is a timer, right? Saying this task, I'm going to work on it for 20 minutes. You set a timer. Don't put it somewhere where you can see it. If it's your phone or a watch or something, put it in a drawer, put it somewhere else. And then it's just, I am, this one task is in front of me, nothing else. And I'm going to get it done. Great. Very good stuff. So how do your businesses work together? Well, they're very symbiotic, right? Um, the brokerage is a lead generation on two fronts. So uh, let's start with the, the, where I started was the flipping company. Uh, we did more and more flips and I realized that, hey, you know what? We're paying a lot in uh, real, uh, realtor fees and, and broker fees. Um, you know, we, we manage those fees, but it's, I, I wanted another company that could feed more deals into my flipping company. And, you know, what's better than a realtor pocket deal? Uh, so it's like, okay, I can do this. I can make money. I can hire a broker. I'm not a realtor. I don't want to be a realtor. I have no desire ever to be a realtor. Um, but I can hire somebody to do that. So I can have somebody manage that business for me and leads can come in, but I can also feed my realtors listings and rentals from either my own lead generation that deals I don't get, but um, uh, they can take on as a full retail listing mm -hmm. or they're actually doing my listings as well. Uh, so that's, that's the, the, the symbiosis there. But 
as far as the um, wholesaling business goes, when, whenever you're, um, we, we have one storefront and that's the, the realty, that's, that's the, the, the real estate brokerage. That, that's what we push for our frontage. But in the back, uh, about a third of the, the, the floor space we have is set up as a um, uh, design studio or uh, showroom. Uh, when you sign up for these wholesale contracts, you typically have to say, I've got X amount of floor space for your material to show, and I plan on purchasing or selling this amount of material over the next 12 months. And the more you sell, the better rates you get. So we have people come into the brokerage. Our realtors bring in clients, and they're looking for houses, or they have a house that needs repairs, and they're like, what's that back there? And they can come and peruse materials and say, you know what? My house would sell better if we put these granite countertops in. Mm, okay. Okay. Great. So what materials do you have back there? Uh, granite countertops is one of them? Yeah. So the majority is uh, we have um, four different cabinet displays, each with a different countertop on, on it. Uh, within uh, a couple of those, we have sinks and faucets built in, uh, non-working, but you know, it's just for show. And then we have laminate and tile flooring. Uh, we also have some carpet samples as well. But the, the majority is, we focus on what's going to make us the most revenue. <laughs> and that's, for us, it's, it's cabinets, granite, and tile flooring. Hmm. Okay, good stuff. And you also use those materials in your own fix and flips. We do, and uh, one of the great things was we, our, our offices, it's about 5,500 square feet, and uh, throughout all, we have 12-foot ceilings in here, and um, I have 30 by 40-inch pictures of our finished projects lining the upper ring of the entire office. So when clients come in or potential investors come in, they can see our finished projects right off the bat and, and see what we do, and, and then they can say, oh, that that looks good. Oh wait, those materials are right there. Let's, let's do that. Do you go to any real estate investing uh, associations, any RIAs? Uh, I go to some. Um, I'm, when, when I first started off, I went to a lot more. I, I don't go to that many too much. Every once in a while, I'll go and speak to, to uh, some of them. Um, but what I do here in Las Vegas I, is I actually throw uh, basically a quarterly party where anybody that's in real estate, whether I've worked with them or not, they're direct competitors, um, they're, they're brand new, what, whatever the case is, um, we, we just kind of throw a party. We don't charge admission, we don't do sales pitches, and uh, uh, we serve booze and food and tell people to mingle and, and have fun. It's kind of a, our way of giving back to the industry that's done so well for us. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I usually get a couple deals out of it, maybe a few more agents for the brokerage and, and things like that. But I see people that actually do deals there. That's a deal I would have loved to have had, but you know, what? more power to them. There's, there's enough for everybody. I, I really do live in abundance mentality. Cool stuff. So I have a couple questions on that. How you said it's a quarterly party. How long have you been running those? About two years, year and a half. We've, we've been doing them. And what does it cost you to put to host these events with alcohol and food and everything and yeah, also is it sponsored uh we don't uh do sponsors um and th that's a model that some people that, that you can do um 
if, if you take on a sponsorship, you usually have to have a, a table or displays and banners and things like that. Uh, and again, I, I don't want it pitchy. Um, uh, that, that's, that's something that I never liked about RIA's. But uh, our average price is somewhere, it ends up being between four and $5,500, depending on how much people drink. <laughs> uh, you know, we average about 100 people at these uh, now. And, uh, it, you know, it's a good time. We're there for, um, you know, we run them for about three hours and usually you have people stick around for another hour, hour and a half. We do it at a local uh, bar that's got uh, plenty of room for everybody and, uh, you know, good food and, and and good, good company. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, what do you get out of it? Like, so you said pretty much every time you host one, you get a deal or two. So besides just giving back financially, it may cost you $5,500 to host the event, but because of the relationships that you're making and the deals that you're making, do you think that you actually get more than that 5,500 back just each I, quarterly or? I, I do. I, okay. I really, really do. Um, and one of the other things that we, we do at these events is we, we do a raffle um, and we raise money for a local charity uh, where all the money that's raised on the ticket sales, we match ourselves. And that's uh, typically to the tune around $1,500 that we end up raising for at each one of these and uh, um, it's, it's pretty cool. We, the, the grand prize we give out uh, our, our VIP uh, hockey tickets to the Vegas Knights uh, for a night. So, Cool stuff. Well, I'm glad we got into that. So you're doing a lot of creative stuff. You, one day you said to yourself, I'm doing fix and flips. I'm paying a lot of money in commissions. Uh, if I just started my own brokerage, instead of paying those commissions, I'd be actually making those commissions. But furthermore, I'd also be able to feed myself a little bit more deals back and forth, whether it was a deal that needed a realtor or if it was a deal that needed a fix and flipper in on it. So I'm just going to start it. I'm not a real estate licensed agent myself. I never will be. I never want to be, but I'll still find a way. And then another day you said, it's very interesting. We're spending all this money on, on this. What if we just became our own? wholesaling material company. And so you did that, you put it in the back third of your store. And then the last thing is you said, all these RIAs are doing it a certain way. I don't necessarily agree with the way that they're doing it. I don't think it's the best way to, to do it. It's too pitchy. It doesn't make me feel comfortable or invited. So I'm just going to go ahead and host these things and spend $20,000 a year doing four of them every year. Um, and we'll see if I get anything back or if, or if the community just uh, gets along with each other. And very, very interesting. Everything yeah. that you're doing uh, is really cool. So what advice would you give to uh, a listener? Yeah, I always tell people to start small and start safe, right? You hear about guys like me or I mean, there's, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing special and what we do really isn't anything special. Um, but it, it starts small. You can't just jump in and say, I'm going to start four companies right now. Uh, you, you take it one step at a time. You don't need to go out and get wholesale contracts on, on cabinets. If you're doing one flip a year or you're buying two rentals a year, it's, it's just not something that you, you need to do. Um, now if you, if you want, you can create another business and, and do that. 
but it takes time, energy, money, and, and manpower. Uh, I obviously don't do all of this myself. Between our construction crews out in the field, our realtors, our internal staff, um, you know, we really have over 100 mouths that we feed through the, the various businesses. And I, you know, I, I think that's a pretty cool thing, but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. And that's something that you grow with. Uh, it, if you want to be successful in real estate, you really have to be this, this entrepreneur. Uh, but everybody is different in their entrepreneurship. You don't have to have a big company. You don't have to have 20 people working for you, three people, even one person working for you. You can do what you want, however you want to do it, and that works with your strengths and also works with your weaknesses. So really, as you're starting out, learn about yourself uh, and read. Read, listen to podcasts, uh, talk to people, go out to the RIAs and see what other people are doing and figure out what your actual calling is. Maybe you don't want to flip houses. Maybe you want to just do rentals. Maybe you want to do apartment buildings. Maybe you want to do commercial warehouse. Maybe you want to do storage. You know, it, it's, it's something that you will end up gravitating to something as you pro, uh, progress through the business. Great stuff. Thank you. We are going to take a break. And when we get back, we'll do the final five. It's time to get serious about something. And one thing I'm passionate about is trying to stop the injustice of sex trafficking. The statistics are staggering. Right now, over a million young boys and young girls are trapped in the commercial sex industry around the world. Well, what I'm excited to share with you today is that my friends at Destiny Rescue exist to ensure that every child can lay his or her head on a pillow at night and sleep, not work. I encourage you to take a moment to learn how you can join the fight by visiting destinyrescue.org. All right, Luke, what is the most creative deal you've ever done? Um, the one that comes out to, to, to mind right now is a fix and flip that we did where we never took ownership of the property. We basically bought the house with the power of attorney um, uh, contract and we gave the sellers $15,000 to move. They needed to move. They didn't want to deal with realtors. Uh, they were, the guy was actually being uh, stationed in Cuba. Uh, so it, uh, that added some nuances to it. But we, we bought the house for three, uh, originally I offered a cash price around 340. Um, we ended up settling at 365 with them taking 15,000 up front for moving expenses. And then we took over their mortgage. Now, the cool thing about this was that their mortgage was only about 220000 So I sat on $130,000 of interest-free loan from these sellers. I went in, did about $20,000 in rehab on the house, and then we sold it for 450000 So we made uh, yeah, right around $40,000 on the deal, somewhere in that uh, ballpark. But I, I just liked that one, uh, the, uh, the way we had to do it and the back-end creativity we had to do. As we're paying down their mortgage, that's money that we end up collecting. If every month, $200 goes to the mortgage, you know, that's $200 we pay down the principal loan also. So you have to take a little, all those nuances and say, this is my final. Thank you for going into that. That is really cool. So what's a book you recommend? Uh, it's always cheesy saying my book, uh, but, uh, um, you know, one of the books that I think going back to the original, uh, or the earlier questions, uh, the entrepreneurial roller coaster by Darren Hardy, 
It's a super easy read. It's got lots of great little tidbits um, that I, I think uh, everybody should read, whether you've been in the, uh, your own business for 20 years or you're just trying to figure out how to get started. Uh, the entrepreneurial entrepreneur roller coaster. Go ahead and plug your book. Um, the Flipping Blueprint. Okay. It's, it's what I do in my business and it's nothing's held back. How do people find that book? Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iBooks, uh, wherever and anywhere. <laughs> it's the Flippin' Blueprint. Flipping Blueprint. All right. Where were you five years ago, Luke? Um, five years ago, 2013, I was just starting really our, our flipping company. It was me, my business partner, and one and a half other people. And uh, we were doing a, a couple deals a month. And we were, we were pretty happy with that. And we, we didn't really want to grow at that time. Uh, but that's, that's where we were about five years ago. And I was, I was working out of my house and uh, um, just being a dad and, and having fun. So you were just starting a fix and flip company, doing about two deals a month. Yep. And um, now today you, you feed about 100 mouths. Correct. Very interesting. Very cool. Where will you be five years from today? Five years from today, I'll probably be in a similar scenario where I'm now, but that hundred is probably going to be in the realm of 500 plus. Uh, you know, there's probably going to be a couple hundred in construction, a couple hundred agents, and then uh, peripheral staff and probably another business or two in there uh, on the side. Uh, you know, ideally, I'm traveling more. I love traveling. You, know, you might catch me uh, doing a podcast from uh, Europe or Africa or something. Cool. How do you give back? Any way I can, whether it's sharing information to coaching my son's soccer team and uh, uh, just sharing that knowledge uh, with, uh, with younger kids and uh, you know, raising money for local charities through, we were doing a toy drive at our, our, our brokerage right now for Christmas and where uh, uh, we raise money at our events uh, to, to give back. And uh, you know, just, uh, just when you see something that's needed, uh, there's all different ways to give. It, uh, it's, it's something that everybody should do. How do I get on your list to attend your quarterly meeting? I'd love to check it out. Normally the way I do it is I, I don't email blast because emails get lost. Um, I, I, I like people that communicate with me and I blast it on Facebook. Facebook is, is my go-to communication device. Uh, I run a couple groups in there. Uh, one of the groups is the Flipping Blueprint group. Uh, so I always post the events there. And uh, we usually have uh, uh, some people from out of town. It's not just Vegas-based. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's all real estate uh, people. If you're in town, uh, we'd love to have you and uh, come on out and have a good time and, and do some mingling. Grateful to have you on the podcast today. How else do people find you or your company? Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We don't do a lot of advertising for the wholesale company right now. Um, that's, uh, we're, we're a bit selective on our clients. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest about that. Uh, for the wholesaling of materials. Uh, uh, but uh, you can find me all over Facebook, Luke Weber, and that's 1B. Um, reach out, I, I respond and uh, you know, ask me questions and uh, happy to help. And, uh, and uh, you know, maybe we can all do some deals together. 
very enlightening having you on the show today. Thank you so much for letting me kind of dive into your brain and, and what you're thinking while you're doing all these things. I learned a lot. I know the listener learned a lot. Thanks for coming. And until next time, my friend, think outside the box. Hey, thank you again for being a loyal listener of this show. I'm humbled that you keep coming and, and listening to more and more episodes. I have a couple quick things. Number one is I would be just so honored if you would take a moment to go to destinyrescue.org and see how you could join the fight. Another thing is I want to see you move your business forward. I want to see you starting your own podcast, hosting your own events, starting a meetup group, you know, putting your name out there so that you can raise your equity a little bit easier. And if, it, if what it takes for you to really get into that is one-on-one -on -one consulting, I will do that for you. I will consult with you to help you get your podcast off the ground. I'll help you and consult with you to help make sure that your meetup becomes one of the best meetups in your city. If you need that help, just reach out to me at adam at realbluespruce.com. That's adam at realbluespruce.com. And for any passive investors out there who have bought rentals and you wanted to do that for the passive income, and then you realize it's not really totally passive there is opportunities that my company has and we're purchasing larger multifamily deals. And with these larger multifamily apartment buildings, these are actually passive type of passive income. And we would love to have that conversation with you. To get that started, you can go into the show notes and grab my calendar and just book a time to, to, to chat one-on-one. -on -one. So you can ask me any questions that you would like to. And if it makes it a fit for you to be a real actual passive passive investor, then I'd love to extend that opportunity to you if you're an accredited investor. And finally, there is the Best Ever Conference, which is coming up. Okay, the Best Ever Conference is coming up. And it's literally the Best Ever Conference. It's all about multifamily and self-storage and other types of commercial assets, which is just incredible. It's the best conference that I've ever been to. And Joe Fairless puts that on. I'm going to be on stage this year. It's on February 22nd and 23rd. And you're going to come anyway. So stop waiting because here's the thing. Every single week, every single week, the prices go up by like 20 or 30 bucks. L literally every week, the prices go up and up and up. So the cheapest time to get your ticket, the absolute cheapest time to get the ticket. And I mean, they're going to be kind of expensive anyways. They start at 1200 bucks. And so right now, they're a little over half price, a little over half price to grab your ticket to the best ever conference. But with that said, I'll be able to give you an extra 25% off that. So go to besteverconference.com and then put in the promo code hashtag blue spruce. Okay. Hashtag blue spruce. And then I definitely like to see you there. And I know that it's going to help your business. Again, you're probably going to go anyway. You may as well save on your ticket by getting it this week because next week it's obviously going to be a little bit more so besteverconference.com and then put in the promo code hashtag blue screws and i'd love to see you there it's going to be in denver february 22nd and 23rd flights to denver international airport are cheap from anywhere so book your ticket today book your flight plane flight today as well and i will see you in denver at the best ever conference talk to you soon until next time think outside the box